Welcome back to the Wrestling Guild. We are going to talk about Impact um, that will aired September 13th. My name is Chris Mary Hoffman. With me, I have Nick E. Anderson, who was so parched, he had to grab himself a glass of water before we started. <laughs> are you all, are you all nice and, uh, um, I guess, um, unthirsty? I'm thirsty. <laughs> I think so. Half, maybe. Yeah. percent ish we'll is, see i guess isn't it isn't it weird that you can be hungry and the opposite of hungry is being full but you can be thirsty but the opposite of thirsty is nothing really nothing okay yeah. normal i guess i mean is that weird to you <laughs> don't you think that's weird so what, you should feel that you're full of water or what i don't know but it's like if somebody said, would you like a glass of water? No, thank you. I'm – because if I gave you, a, like, a, a plate of uh, of cinnamon rolls and, like, Nick, you mm-hmm. want a cinnamon roll? You'd say, no, I'm full. Okay. Okay. Well, this conversation just completely <laughs> – anyway, uh, the Wrestling Guild <laughs> is uh, produced by – by us here at the Wrestling Guild. The Wrestling Guild podcast is produced by the Wrestling Guild in collaboration with SLTDWrestling.com. Go in on SLTDWrestling.com to find everything you need to know about wrestling, uh, what's going on in the world of wrestling. We are also part of the SLTD Wrestling Podcast Network, uh, where you can hear everything about, uh, about different wrestling promotions. Uh, we are also sponsored by powerbomb.tv. Go in on powerbomb.tv or power slam. Sorry, not powerbomb, power slam, powerslam.tv to hear everything uh, or to find everything you want to see of international wrestling. They have just launched about a month ago on iOS, Android, Apple TV and Roku. Uh, with they already have 2,700 hours of content from Nine, almost 90 promotions all over the world. Rev Pro in the UK, Over the Top in Ireland, White Wolf Wrestling from Spain, Smash Wrestling in Canada, RLL from Chile. I said China last time. Chile. They probably have some Chinese promotions. And favorites like High Spots and CZW in the United States. That is powerslam.tv. Go in there and download the app and start watching some primo indie wrestling from around the world there you have it boom that's a lot of a lot of stuff uh, a lot of stuff going on a lot of wrestling to watch we feels like mere minutes ago we talked about bad intentions and this coming week we'll probably be talking about night of the dummies impact wrestling and MediaCon. nick there's so much wrestling going on right now only from yeah. impact Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I mean we yeah we just need to keep reviewing in a faster <laughs> pace. I mean, chop chop. <laughs> I know we're kind of, we're falling behind on our our 
stuff. Um, yeah. So Impact from September 13th started with some uh, with a recap of everything that's been going on. I must say, to, to start out with, to begin with, that I thought that the shows have steadily increased in quality. They've been getting better and better. Um, I don't know if it was just like a, like a little down period. We were talking about there was this, uh, an Impact Wrestling that we didn't care for very much, but it's been building and it's been getting better uh, from Slammiversary. And on, mm. it really feels like we're going, we're on a roll again. Mm. At least, maybe not like in the top top, but at least it's increasing quality. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Um, Aries Cross and Moose come to the ring. Uh, they still don't have like a name, but I've uh, for the trio that they are. I don't know if they'll ever have a name or if they're just like the badasses or whatever. But uh, what is interesting is that uh, I heard rumors that in Mexico they at least have uh, new music to come out to. Ah, okay, yeah. So, well, at least that's a step forward. I mean, you can't, yeah, hmm? yeah, you can't can't knock that. But so far, okay. they at least come out with uh, to uh, Austin Aries music. Um, Austin Aries says that they. Uh, took out Impact because they run the show. Um, they've taken everybody out. Um, and they also make fun of uh, Eddie's wife. Maybe that Moose is going to go check in on Alicia, you know, like good friends do. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Good so, friends do. Yeah, that's what good friends do. And then who shows up? Well, who could show up? Mr. Fala and Mr. KM yeah. shows up. Were you, were you surprised by this? Kind of. I mean, these guys, I mean, I couldn't, I don't really see Austin Moose and the Killer, the killer Cross talking with like Fala and Kay, and they're like on two different levels. Like these, mm-hmm. it's two different types of wrestlers. Um, but damn, I mean, KN comes out and he calls like Austin a liar, you know, KN, <laughs> you call it, you know, liar yeah. stuff, yeah. It was pretty funny, yeah. And, you know, that was pretty cool, but he roasts him. Like yeah. nothing before. Holy soaks. Um Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And then I think somehow like Austin gave him something. What was it? Uh, well, he says that he's going to give him a peace offering. You know, he says like, mm-hmm. okay, we'll, we'll be friends. Because, I mean, Aries makes fun of Fala's weight. Says like, oh, you want to buy my book, uh, Fat Fighters or whatever it's called, or Vegan, whatever. Um, and... Uh, KM calls Aries a traitor and uh, Moose a douche. Um, but Aries says, I'm going to give you a peace offering and gives a Falaba a shot at the title. Mm. And this is, of course, because, I mean, this, this in a way, in a little small way, shows that, K, that Aries has respect for KM because he doesn't challenge KM. You know, he doesn't give KM the opportunity, which shows that he might be a little bit afraid of KM, which is interesting. Mm. It's an interesting twist that you maybe don't, like a subtlety that you don't maybe think of too, uh, too much. Mm. Yeah, when you say, yeah, when you say, yeah, it's true. He didn't give, yeah, mm. give it to Fala. Mm. Yeah, and Falaba accepts. So that kind of becomes a running theme, uh, theme throughout the show. Falaba preparing for the match, which I like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you like Paula and KM, you know, being more, <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah. That's true. Uh, then we had the first match of the evening, which was the Lucha Brothers versus Cult of Lee, uh, in a, what actually was a very good match. Mm. I mean, you have hard hitting. It was high flag, obviously, you know, Trevor Caleb. Um, and fast-paced, you know, great teamwork from both tag teams, and most of the moves were well executed. I mean, what can you more expect? Yeah, no, it was everything you ever needed. Lucha Brothers are really pushing the um, the Lucha Brothers hard. Did you notice that they drop-kicked, or at least I think they super-kicked um, Trevor Lee in the face so that his, like, hair flew out? There was yeah. like a piece of hair. There was like hair in the ring. I don't know where the hell that came from. Or what yeah, happened? No, yeah, I, yeah, it was. It was. Because <laughs> I, I, re- I remember in a match when, uh, I think it was the Motor City Machine Guns versus Lethal Consequences, uh, Jay Lethal and uh, Consequences Creed, where I think they. They dropped, no, they, they did like a Hurricane Rana or, or a DDT so hard on Consequences Creed's head that he like puked in the ring. <laughs> and like the commentators didn't comment on it. They're just like, whatever. But uh, Motor City Machine Guns talked about it like the next week. It's like, we're going to hit you as hard as we hit Consequences Creed so that he pukes all over the ring. But I mean, I thought that was. Um, <laughs> wow. That was kind of funny. Why didn't we see that in this in this match? I, I'm I'm not satisfied anymore. No, no, you, you wanted puke instead of hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, anyway, so the Lucha Brothers win with a, a spiked uh, fear factor. Um, it was an awesome match. OVE uh, show up cutting a promo or on the screen, uh, saying that their best trio. Ever, and this is kind of funny because you were talking you were talking more when we were re- reviewing Bad Intentions that OVE is like a badass team. They're not a comedy team. But, I mean, Dave Christ is a little funny because he made, he copies uh, Sammy Callahan the whole time. And Sammy yeah, and gets annoyed. Like I, I don't understand, yeah. It's just, and the thing is that Jake Chris kind of gets annoyed by it, too. He, you can look at him, and he's just, like, looking at his brothers, like, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing, dude? <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, they call it, they want a trios match that's bound for glory, uh, including a Brian Cage. Uh, so that's a little bit of a theme through the night as well. Mm. Yeah. Are you, would you be, are you excited for a match between, um, a trios match between Callahan or the OVE, the Lucha Brothers and Brian Cage? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, why, why wouldn't I? I mean, you have OVE. That will bring the craziness. Ryan Cage, the power, and Lucha Brothers are the high-flying perspective. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The only thing that I see as being mm-hmm. uh, is that there won't be a uh, there won't be an X Division title match. Um, yeah, is the only the only thing uh, that I that I can can see would be kind of uh, bothersome because we won't have a singles match with Brian Cage. But I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, maybe they have a lot of other things going on at Bound for Glory that they couldn't really, they couldn't really start a sto- because you really want a storyline. You don't want just an X division match for our championship for the the reason of having an X division championship match, right? Yeah, mm, exactly, exactly. This, there has to be some kind of story, some kind. Yeah. Um, ba and KM are backstage. Falaba is nervous, but KM is excited. 
they need advice from a champ- former champion who's been champion. So who do they find? <laughs> well, they're trying to find Eli, but this fucking KM doesn't know where to. Ah, he's okay. He's searching for Eli, but he's like searching in, in a fridge in an ATM. Why, why was he looking in the ATM? I don't understand. Doesn't get it. And then he looks at a broken piñata, <laughs> which is busted right open. And I don't even know how Eli would be in that one. And then the funny thing is that Eli is literally like two meters in front of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, no. He's just like, Eli, I was looking for you in the ATM and everything. And Eli's <laughs> like, what the hell, dummy? I was looking for some dummies, but I already found them, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he, they, they, I mean, KM and Fala really wants advice for Fala and that. And Eli doesn't really get it. I mean, he, he's coming up with everything else that you could really say. Mm-hmm. When someone wants advice, uh, <laughs> he goes around... Oh, oh my god, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. Ah, me neither. But it was good stuff. Eli just wanders off. Yeah. He's just like, whatever. Losers, kind of. Um, then we had the GWN moment of the week, which wasn't very much. It was Von, the Von Erichs at Slammiversary. The Von Erich was a old Texas uh, family, and the reason they only, the only reason they brought in the, uh, the Von Erichs to this to the Slammiversary was because they were, the Slammiversary was in Texas. Uh, so it was kind mm. of getting the, the um, getting the the audience on on their side. Uh, these mm-hmm. This was during the time when, when I think uh, TNA Impact were kind of starting to drop, so they were in, in ratings, they were doing some, some poor deci- decisions and stuff like that, and this was kind of a way to, to kind of get people talking about them. Uh, again, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Von Erichs obviously young uh, at the time, uh, and then you had like the old Carrie uh, Von Erich. Uh, I mean, it's good. It would take a whole podcast to talk about the Von Erich family and stuff like that. <laughs> about so, I think uh, you, you'd have to you'd have to go on Wikipedia yourself, Nick, to find out anything about the Von Erichs. <laughs> Von Erichs are kind of like a tragic family. A lot of I think the only one that really is alive anymore is Kerry Von Erich, the one who was in the ring. Some of them committed suicide and died of other things and stuff like that. For sure. Um, okay. But they were all kind of like there were. I think there were four Von Erichs uh, during like the the eighties, the seventies and eighties. And uh, before then, there was uh, Fritz von Erich, which was their father, who trained them all. And he was kind of like uh, the big guy. And I don't know if it had anything to do with, you know, how he brought them up or the growing up in a wrestling lifestyle or whatever. I don't know. Wow. Uh, so anyway, the von Erichs is like a classic wrestling family. Yeah, been around for mm-hmm. a long time. So it was the von Erichs versus the Bromans and the von Erichs, you know, win because of dust qualification, obviously because the Von Erichs weren't obviously weren't good enough to be able to beat the Bromans, DJZ and Jesse Goddard. So I think that was just a way to and it was a way to get Carrie Von Erich into the ring. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to talk more about that. Interview with Ali and Kira, why they saved Tessa. Um yeah. Ali basically says that that she didn't care about about Tessa being the champion, that's not what she wants, even though Tessa says that Ali's just playing this role so she can get at the championship. Uh, and then after that, there's an interview with Tessa saying that Ali isn't who yeah. she says she is. So, so this feud 
or whatever it is, is continuing. Uh, feels kind of weird that you have kind of like two, a pair of, um, a pair of heels that are fighting each other, Su Young and Tessa. Uh, and then you have like Ali versus, and Kira versus, Te- uh, versus Su Young as well. It's kind of like, mm. mashup. That's a, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's true. But, but I'm still interested. I mean, it's still it's still interesting for me to mm. follow this storyline. So, mm. And then we had Alicia versus Katarina, which didn't end up being much of a match. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> you have Grado, you have Joe. They come out to the ring. They're distracting, you know, uh, Katarina, which is, you know, uh, Grado's ex Ex-girlfriend, I guess now, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Alicia just pins her when she's not looking. Uh, That's pretty much it. Yeah, and the the song was kind of cool, too. Uh, What was fun with the song, too, is that they made fun of uh, Katarina's WWE personality that she had, the gimmick, where she was the brother, or she was the sister of uh, Burchill, who was a... um, it, like a pirate. It was like the Pirates of the Caribbean had just come out, so he was like a pirate. It was his gimmick, and she was like his sister, um, Paul Burchill. Uh, so that's why he's so whatever happened to your pirate brother. That's in the song. That's pirate, oh, that. yeah, that's, that's – ah, oh, I see. Oh, mm, mm. So that was kind of fun that they, oh made, that they made fun of that. Yeah. Did, did you think – yeah, I mean, <clears throat> obviously that didn't get there because I haven't really seen it, but they said that, like you said, that the pirate stuff, yeah. Uh, no, great, great Ojo, they're, they're funny, they're funny. Mm. They are funny. Um, next, then we had uh, Johnny, in, 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 no, Falaba. Uh, mm. Oh, actually, what we was to say too, that this was like Alicia's first win. <laughs> On impact. Congratulations, Alicia. <laughs> yeah, she won. Her, she and Eddie won. Defeated Davy, Davy Richards and and uh, Angelina Love in the tag team action. <laughs> but I mean, since then there hasn't been anything. Yeah, and it was so fair as well. This match that Alicia had here, yeah. just uh, pinning someone from the back. Yeah, not yeah. not some bullshit at all. No, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, just a side note. Um, then we had Falaba. Uh, Fala comes to KM with a cup and bowl uh, because it was something that Eli Drake <laughs> said that he had to get. So, oh, that's funny. yeah. <laughs> did, I mean, I didn't actually. Awesome. I didn't actually get it. Did you? I mean, no. He was like, uh, I, I was about to say, like Eli said, like I was about to say, uh, go and get a cup, but you most probably should get a bowl. I don't know if it's supposed that he should eat. A cup, but then judging by Fala slice, he's eating a bowl, or yeah, I don't know. But the thing is, yeah, I don't know. And Fala is also lost. Yeah. And KM gets it, so I have no clue. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Johnny uh, Johnny Impact gets interviewed. He talks about the, that he was attacked by Ares and, and the rest of the guys, and it wasn't much more about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we had the fraternity versus LAX. Uh, this is really what I wanted to see. We were talking about when the OGs were fighting jobbers that we didn't really get to see a real match between the OGs and the jobbers. We didn't get to see what the OGs could do. It was basically just kind of like a, you know, one and done, you know. Yeah. The yeah, jobbers yeah it, and it was 
this was a real competitive match, but also maybe because the fraternity is like an actual like tag team. Mm, not some yeah thing they found on the street. Yeah. No. So I mean we've seen these guys we've seen these guys wrestle before on one night only pay per views or if it was Twitch stream. Uh bad one night only bad intentions. We saw Channing Decker. Um and I was saying that this is who I'd like to see uh in Impact and we finally got to see him in Impact, like the whole the day after basically. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I personally I think it was a cool match. And yeah. even though like they classed as jobbers, right? They classed as jobbers. I, right? Well, I mean I guess that that's what they were there. They were I don't think that anybody expected the fraternity to win, but the fraternity got a lot of offense and showed what mm. they could do really well. I mean they could that they can go. I don't see exactly. that I don't see a problem with, with signing the fraternity and have them permanently mm. in I think they would be a great addition. Uh, to the impact roster. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Alex, you know, you were they were really dominating, obviously, and had the upper hand and whatnot. Why uh, was why this... was he why was he be why was uh, Ortiz beating him with a uh, the one guy with a uh, with his uh, sandal? Yeah, don't don't I don't know. We cannot question <laughs> we cannot question the questions that cannot be. Untold. I don't know. I mean, just, I mean, I, yeah. I can only say as, as as part Mexican, I can say that that Mexican mothers beat their kids with what is called mm. the chancla, and that's the chancla is that kind of slipper. Yeah, I mean, so that's part of Mexican culture. Uh, so I don't know if that had anything, but why he started doing that, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny because we also have it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you get beat you in your culture. You get beaten by well, not like back in the days. I mean, obviously not me. I mean, can't it's yeah. I mean, I guess it's like some culture in Iran and whatnot. They do that. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, let's not get off track. No, um, let's not get off track. No. Um, so yeah, but the the LAX wins with the street sweeper. King shows up with the OGs, challenges LAX to kind of fight him, even though there's a ceasefire, and he's just like, I don't care about the ceasefire. Mm-hmm. He kind of tries to get Conan to attack him, but it doesn't happen, and it just kind of ends there. But that's exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be interesting to see Conan in the ring again. It's, a, it's been years since Conan, I think, was in the ring. Yeah, absolutely. Years, yeah. Alicia Atout interviews Aries, uh, he says that he feels great. He was like, he doesn't understand why people call him like a sour uh, old, you know, Aries. So, yeah. but anyway, um, and then we have KM and Falaba getting uh, excited again, getting revved up. Uh, Rich Swan helps mm-hmm. out a little bit. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. there, was a, there was a segment with the Falaba and KM in the smoke show, but that was the cup and bowl thing. We didn't really get, they just thanked her for that, right? She didn't, yeah, there was she, just nothing really happened. Like, yeah, Charlotte gave like Fala a bit of a, a, a power somehow. Yeah. yeah. It was a, a hard to describe. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rich Swan helps out. So go for it. Uh, obviously, Rich Swan and Austin Aries have uh, wrestled each other in the WWE, uh, mm. but in, in other other times as well. Um, 
yeah, and uh, Seidel comes in, interrupts Swan, and, and Swan challenges him for a match in Mexico. So I'm thinking that happens next week, Swan versus uh, mm. Seidel. That's going to be interesting because, I mean, Rich is not like, he's not shit. So, I mean, Seidel got to step it up here or, or Rich could win, man. That, that is a possibility. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, then we had an announcement that they're going, or they were saying that they're going, at Bound for Glory, they're going to announce or the next Hall of Famer. They now, they have a couple, they have a Impact or TNA Hall of Fame. Um, but then last year they didn't, they didn't have a Hall of Fame announcement at all. Um, but this, uh, this year they're going to, I don't know. Obviously you haven't mm. watched Impact long enough to know who, who deserves to go into the Hall of Fame, but I would see, like, if they don't put in Abyss, who's, like, the only one, really, that's been in there for... since the beginning. You, wait, where where is he? I mean, I haven't he no, but he's injured. I think and he basically, <clears throat> as far as I know, has basically stopped wrestling. Um, so he, he works as a producer for Impact. So he helps out backstage and stuff like that. Puts together Not even matches. Joseph Park? No, I think, no, I don't think, uh. No, just, okay, just produce it. Wow, okay, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that's basically what he does. So I could see him, uh, I could also see Low Key, uh, who helped form the yeah. X Division and was in the first, like, ever, uh, TNA show. And so was Avis. He was also in the first ever TNA show. I could see Christopher Daniels. Uh, there's a few people I could see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Gail Kim is in the Hall of Fame, uh, for instance. Kurt Angle, Sting. There's a couple of people that are in the, the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett's mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Anyway, they, then we had Congo Kong versus Brian Cage. How did you like this? Nice match, like a mm, like a good match. Like a, it was tasty. You know, it was tasty. Cage. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Cage was like on his A game, and I think he killed it. Um, Congo, you know, a lot of power, but he gets tired fast, and he really wasn't ready for this type of power that Cage really delivered with. Uh, but there was some awesome stuff, you know. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I liked it as well. Um, I thought it was good. It was good back and forth. Nobody was. Super dominant. This is really the kind of match that Brian Cage needs to have. He wins with the F5. Uh, he cuts a promo on uh, OVE and says that he accepts the challenge. So it is official. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Last part. Fala, Austin. Yeah. yeah. How what did should you I say? I mean, yeah. The awesome main match. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. Like you said, yeah, it's the main event. <laughs> yeah, he and Fall by. It was kind of fun because Fall by in the end was cheered by everybody in the back. Everybody said like, "Go get Austin" and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no, actually, this was a better. This was a more co- um, competitive match than I had expected it to be. But mm. obviously, mm. it it kind of had to be because you kind of had to have Austin go over such a big competitor. Um. Mm. Austin is smaller and stuff like that, but I thought they did really well. And, and I think this was the aggression that we needed from Bob because, as we said last, we saw when we, were, we said when we were reviewing Bad Intentions, is that you don't want to get stuck in this kind of comedy gimmick, which Fallabot kind of has. 
Yeah. But but this I think elevated Falaba to to the next level. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, awesome match, and Falaba started with some awesome power, mm-hmm. and he like truly shows what he actually goes for. Just like you said, I mean, he really shows that, and. Um, I I I I seriously don't think Austin was really ready for this power. No, I, I don't mean, think so either. I don't. He like Fala really really went. Uh, he he really fired in all cylinders, as we say, and he he gave hundred percent. Um, but at the same time, I mean, can really Fala win over Austin? I mean, that's not really possible. No, and not just because of uh, like skills or not or anything. It's more of like the title, right? Yeah. So uh, Aries hits the sunset flip powerbomb and then floats over into a last chancery. And, uh, yeah, uh, Fallabout gives up. Sadly. Oh, Sadly, come on. Austin retains, and then they beat up. He beats up Fallabout. KM comes in for the save, but KM gets beaten up, and then they kind of yeah. do the whole chair thing on, on KM as well. So this was, um, yeah. How did you like this? Uh, how did you like this episode? I, I think it was good. I think it's uh, it was it was better than the the last episode we reviewed. I think the last episode was I don't know. It was okay. I don't yeah. know if it was that good. I don't know. I thought we was thought it, it was pretty good. Yeah, C it was plus, pretty good. C plus or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think this episode was really good. We had some funny stuff, but some serious stuff as well. And there weren't that many matches that were boring, really. No. I mean, I, I liked it. Well, B? B? I would give it a B as well. I thought that this mm-hmm. was good. They really stepped it up. Uh, yeah, and it went... It, uh, it went... Um, yeah, this just it was get up, got a better rating and stuff like that, too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. No, really nice. Really nice stuff. Um, we just hope that we continue that, but I'm I'm thinking that the Mexican crowd is going to be really good, and I also like the fact that they didn't stay in Toronto too long for the crowd to get bored by it. I think they stepped it up so that I mean the crowd was intense oh, yeah. during this whole period. Now they're going to be in Mexico for two tapings. We'll probably get like what maybe four weeks of TV out of that mm-hmm. if they do tapings like in the in the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. Uh, we're going to see some new wrestlers coming in, uh, some local talents and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be great. Awesome. Boom. Boom. So, Nick, that was it for for our Impact review this time around. You can, of course, uh, catch up on us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Sprecher, uh, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts through the SLTDWrestling.com network. Uh, find us on SLTDWrestling.com. Uh, follow uh, follow that website and also check out our sponsor powerslam.tv for all your streaming needs 2700 hours of excellent wrestling go into powerslam.tv to check that out download the app on iOS, Android, Roku for instance there you have it Nick do you have anything else to say? No, really, no. I mean, good episode. I'm satisfied. Uh, not so much boring stuff. Not a lot of them talking, not a lot of interviews. I mean, they showed us the matches, and that's what I want to see. Yeah. So check us out next uh, week. What were we talking about? Probably we'll talk. Probably talk about MediaCon. 
Uh, maybe Night of the Dummies. We just have to see how much time we have. I'm really excited for that. Night of the Dummies. It sounds so nice. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> well, Nick, have a good day. What do we say? Um, <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> Bye, Nick.